and welcome to the Rebirth Idea Cast, dedicated to taking you onto a journey into the depths to self-discovery, self-love, and your rebirth. I'm your host, mental health warrior and stargazer, Dory. We'll be chatting about personal development, lifestyle, mental health, and anything in between. Much like how stars crumble and burst, this isn't your death, but your rebirth. Hello and welcome to the first official episode of Dirty Birth Idea Cast. This is your host, Dory Baron, and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Um, currently, I am icing my foot. I twisted it over the, I twisted my ankle over the weekend. And so if you hear me just going, ooh, ah, <laughs> that's just me um, complaining about how cold this ice pack on my ankle and foot is. But, um, Without me talking so much about what's going on with my foot, I did want to talk to you about this podcast episode, which is five ways to heal from hurt. Um, So currently, I've been in a state of hurt where I feel like I'm mourning a past self or a past life that I cannot get back. Um, I talked about it recently on my Facebook page, so if you are not following me on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash doybro, D-O-R-Y-B-R-0, and had to insert that shameless plug, but I did want to come on here to tell you all the things that I've been doing to help me heal from my hurt and continuously heal from any pain that I've been going through, and hurt is normal and is something we all go through during different pivotal moments in our lives, but... I've noticed sometimes some moments are more difficult to get to get through than others. Um, so these are some five ways that um, I heal from hurt and I deal with my pain. Um, and this is a disclaimer. Everyone's journey is different. Um, what may work for me may not work for you. So please keep that in mind. But I do hope that you listen, enjoy, and maybe take some notes on these ways that I've healed from hurt and hopefully some of them will help you as well. So first tip is to space out some you time to really refresh yourself. You can meditate, do yoga, um, light some candles, incense, um, use a, what's that? Um, The word is, the word is leaving me, but um, you can do some aromatherapy, um, etc. Just do anything help you bring you back into yourself so what I did is I did a deep cleansing of my face so I cleansed my face and then I used a scrubbing mask to get away all of the dead skin then I did a face mask and then I just relaxed for a while laid on my bed studied some languages read a book and it just made me feel so much more inward with myself Um, the main reason why I decided to start with really cleaning my face and really cleaning my body was the main reason why I was hurting so bad was because I just got out of something really traumatic, really bad. And for a while I was homeless for a few weeks and I was hotel hopping and I didn't really have a secure sound place to stay. So I didn't really take care of myself and I didn't nourish myself and I didn't give practice self-love onto my own body and my skin. And it just really cleansing myself when I had the opportunity to just made me feel so much better. So you don't have to be cleaning yourself or doing anything such as I've done, but it can also be going out, exploring the world, exploring your own community. I do think that you have to do this on your own and be with yourself to really free focus inward because when you're with friends and you're with people 
that you know you have to allocate attention towards you know you don't really have to you don't really have time to be within yourself when you have to worry about others or entertaining others or being surrounded with others really take this time to be by yourself and really focus inward and really think about everything and really feel your emotions that's very important um if you are someone that likes to read to to feel refreshed there are a lot of book recommendations that i have um such as the seven habits of highly effective people um milk and honey is a great poetry book um and then there's a bunch of others, but those are a couple that I would definitely recommend if you are trying to read to relax. Um, so for our second one, for our second tip that I have, it is cry. You have to cry. In order to move past the hurt, you have to understand why you hurt in the first place. If you combat the sadness, you'll never truly be able to get past it. Have a moment where you really feel everything. You have to say hello to your emotions. Say hello to your sadness. You'll never truly be able to get past the hurt if you don't. Welcome your pain in. It's okay to cry and feel sad and want to curl up into bed and let everything out. You need to do that in order to grow and heal. Ask yourself, why am I so sad? What is it that is making me hurt? You need to understand specifically why you're hurting in order to tackle those problems and move on. Which leads me into my third tip, something that really helps me, is to really re- to write everything out. Once you gain an understanding of what it is you are specifically hurting about, writing everything out has helped me release any excess emotion or idea that were baggage to me or weren't really helping me solve the issue. So... I saw the surface level of why I was sad and why I was in pain, but writing it out really helped me delve deeper into my own hurt and my own pain to find the root cause of my problem. You see, if if I was trying to put out every single little fire, the fire would just continue because I'm not hitting the root source of that flame. If I'm not attacking the root source of the flame, the fire will just continue to grow into different aspects of my being and that's not what we want we want to continue to heal and to continue to grow so i wrote once when i was really sad and i wrote once again when i started to think and understand the issue so i did want to share this with you the first writing was when i was really sad and it goes i haven't given myself the opportunity to cry yet i sobbed for about 10 seconds in the shower the overwhelming stress, anxiety, and fear getting the best of me. I quickly stopped, though, and I begged myself to keep crying, to wanting to cry. I know I need to cry. I wished for the release of tears so badly, but they do not come. I think of things that would make me cry, but that does not work either. I'm not sure if I'm just trying to be strong or if I feel as though I do not deserve to cry, but with each passing day, I grow more empty and full of self-hatred. Today I started judging myself in the mirror. I can't look at myself without feeling disgusted. Why would anyone love me? Why would I love myself? I trace my body with my eyes, trace my face until I locked eyes with myself. I hate myself. I hate how I allowed someone to violate me like that. I hate how I was so dumb to allow myself to fall for this human being. 
I was fat, disgusting, and unworthy of any love or kindness. And I'm not sure who I am anymore. I am lost in a fog that does not seem to clear any time soon. I am trapped with it, unknowing which direction to go. There is no direction. I can't even see in front of me. I feel like I'm spinning in circles, and I'm terrified. I need someone to save me. I'm not sure if I can save myself. Please, help me. That was my first writing, and as you can see, I was extremely, extremely sad and depressed, and I wasn't myself. And then my second writing, when I started learning how to heal and started working on myself, you can see the difference in my thought process and how I feel about the situation. So I'm going to share that one with you as well. Here's my second writing, and it goes. I like to think that people are innately kind at heart. Whether this be my greatest strength or my ultimate downfall, I truly believe that everyone is good. Even if someone were to do something wrong to me, I would ultimately forgive them, given the situation. A question I ask myself in these scenarios is, would I ever spend time with this person again? Would I be able to forgive them? Would I be able to trust this person again? With due time, my answer is yes. With all of the odds against me, I know deep in my soul that human beings have the ability to change. If they should choose, and if they have enough encouragement to do so. At this moment in my life, I've been thinking, I should just give up. I need to not share so much. I need to keep things to myself. But why? Becoming so private with my life, who I am and what I want to do in this existence would be meaningless if I didn't share every bit of me with others. I'm not perfect. My life is not perfect. Why would I hide that? I share my life with others to inspire, motivate, and let others know that they are not alone. It finally feels like the start of a new year to me. A chapter in my life has concluded, and this moment is the start of a new one. My New Year's motto was, and still is, intentional happiness. With this new chapter and the feeling of this new year ahead of me, I want this part of my story to be littered with happiness. Right now, I have a great support system of friends and family to thank for constantly flooding me with love. Even though many may think the beginning of my 2018 was terrible, I actually believe it was beautiful. Despite the issues I faced, I met amazing people who I now call some of my closest friends. I got my own studio apartment, and I have learned many life lessons in the midst of my storms. I'm the type of person that tries to put a positive spin on as many situations as possible. I take the time to reflect on what has happened to me and what I choose to do about it. Life throws me many lessons, but it's ultimately up to me to learn them. We all have the power to change the course of our lives and greatly influence the lives of others. We may not be in one another's lives for long, but I hope the memories we create or have created are beautiful and life-changing ones. This isn't the last time you'll hear from me. That, I promise. So those are my two writings, and as you can see, they're completely different in how they are, what my thought process was, and what mental state I was in. Um, it's important to really log your progress somehow, 
That way, when you make small victories in your growth and your personal development, you can look back on how far you've come because each little step does matter. If you don't want to ask yourself heavy questions, you can then start by asking yourself lighter ones, such as, who inspires me? What makes me happy? What is my favorite color? What is my favorite animal? What is my third favorite reptile? Really random questions. And as you get to start getting more comfortable with writing out your thoughts, you can start going into more deeper questions. Why am I sad? What is making me sad? What exactly has hurt me? And then that is where you can start finding and you can start writing everything out. And I think that is very important. So for the fourth one, do something you love without judgment and surround yourself with love. Entrapping yourself in something you love to do will always fill your heart with joy. If you love to paint, paint whatever it is your heart desires without judging. Let all of your emotions run free. Do not judge yourself in this moment. You're letting everything run wild. This is a judge-free zone. When you take that time to do something, you really start learning to love something again. When You can't judge yourself or you learn to hate it and you won't ever do it again. Even if you're naturally talented at it, if you absolutely love it, when you judge yourself constantly, you will not like to do that one thing anymore. So I love to dance. And so when I'm feeling some type of way, I love to dance my heart out. And I feel so much better afterwards. And I'm the type of person that critiques myself when I dance. But when, I have it, when I'm in these moods, I try my best not to think of anything other than the feeling that I'm absolutely free. Do not hold any expectations to yourself when you do the things you love. Like I said before, this is a moment where you can feel the most free and love every minute of it. Holding yourself to your own expectations and demands is extremely counterproductive in this step. You kind of just throw yourself into this continuous self-hatred cycle. And that's not what we want here. We want to grow and we want to heal. We want to be a better version of ourselves. Surrounding yourself with people that care about you is so important as well. Not only will they treat you with nothing but kindness and love, but they'll also be able to catch you when you fall. Good friends are also there for a good wake-up call from time to time, especially when you're swimming through doubt. Always surround yourself with a good circle. And in your moments of despair, your good friends will be there for you, no matter what. And number five, most importantly, focus on yourself and your personal journey. When we hurt, it's usually when someone hurts us or breaks our heart. I've noticed I've spent way too much time thinking about the person that has hurt me and wallowing in my sadness over it. Remember all of the beautiful things that make you perfectly unique. If you're on a journey, remember why you started and surround yourself with that. If you need to distract yourself, distract yourself by working on you. If you want to do something really amazing like write a book or start a business, chunk out some time to plan everything you need to do that amazing thing with. Want to go back to school? You can totally do it. You are the only person stopping yourself from achieving these goals. I found myself going in and out of a depression or a depressive episode 
where I was revisiting old places that gave me not-so-great memories. I felt like I had to remove myself from the situation, so I decided to go back to my hometown of Santa Cruz, and I refreshed and rebooted myself. It was so amazing, and I came back feeling awesome. I felt way more focused on me and my journey after that. You can totally... You don't have to go out of town. You don't have to go out of state. You don't have to go out of country. Just go somewhere that doesn't remind you of all the things that hurt you. If it's that walking down the street to your favorite park and it makes you so happy every time you go, go there. Always find a way to make yourself feel better because you deserve it. Before you know it, you'll be thinking about that person less and less. And you'll go stronger and even more amazing in the process. In this time of hurt, what you deserve the most is to take care of yourself and be kind to yourself. Anyone that has hurt you is not worthy of the continuous pain you have put yourself through. If you're hurting over someone who has passed away, they wouldn't want you to be hurting either. They would want you to focus on yourself, your journey, your life, your happiness. They wouldn't want you to be so sad. They hope that you won't be so sad in the long run. And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. These are all of my tips on how I've been working on healing from hurt. Um, Whatever you're hurting about, whether it's a breakup or (laughs) or someone is no longer with you, I hope some of these steps help you in your journey into the depths into your rebirth remember you can always reach out to me if you ever need someone to talk to need a shoulder to cry on or if you need someone to add to your group to your circle you can always reach out to me let me know what you do to heal yourself and what you do to work on yourself i would love to know and try it out myself as well thank you so much again for listening to my first podcast i love you so much and i hope you have an amazing day Bye.